Support for Dipping Milk and Cookies comes from Axelstrat LLC, but we'll get into that a little bit later. In the meantime, let's jump into today's episode. to another awesome episode of Dipping Milk and Cookies, the podcast where two best buds try to figure out this thing we call life using friends, guests, and microphones. Guys, I am Garrett, your Cookie Commander Smith. With me, as always, Michael, the Master Milker, Segovia. You got damn right. It's so, getting better. Yeah, it is getting better. So how you doing there, friend? How's the, how's the week been, buddy? Good. I went to the doctor on Monday for that follow-up. Uh, how's that go? Good, down eight and a half pounds from September twelfth, and that's nice. no soda. Literally only two pieces of pizza, which is really hard because I work in a pizza shop, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I love me some pizza. Yeah, uh, no pasta. Better every week, man. No candy. How do you feel? Uh it's slowly. I can start to notice, like I don't feel as sluggish. Mm-hmm. Um, not as. I mean, I never really lacked energy, but now I notice that I feel there's more pop. Yeah, 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 a little bit You're more purpose to my stuff. Lethargic, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, started a, a new medication for my cholesterol because my numbers actually went up. So like my triglycerides and cholesterol and everything went up, but I they said that could take up to you know three months before like medication really starts like making a difference mm-hmm. and. Um, my body starts to break the stuff down. That's just been sitting in storage, you know, for so long, mm-hmm. which like, I, I have noticed that I don't feel as bloated. Mm-hmm. Like I, now when I look down at myself, I don't like see just like a, a, a gut. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's looking better. Like I caught myself in a mirror the other day and it's, it's just like, like look okay. I'm starting to see that come back yeah, a little yeah, yeah couple crunches in there and then i'll send it be like a little eight pack no i'm just kidding i can go that far well dude literally man like when when you're eating unhealthy and like i'm no dietitian i'm no expert but just from my own personal experience especially when i started fasting and i cut out all the sugar and all that all that good stuff it's like a vest it's like a weighted vest that you have on mm-hmm. your body at all times but then as soon as you cut all the bullshit out it you can just you slide that thing off and then like i said you get, there's a little bit more bounce there's a little bit more pep to your step yeah, it's a it's a cool feeling, dude. And I just I can't wait until we can start getting you into the gym, because then yeah, we'll go next Saturday. Yeah, um, before we go to the reception. Yeah, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. Um, my week's been all right, I suppose. Finally moved into my new place, got that halfway unpacked. It's really hard to unpack when you got to work every day. But 
yeah, no, it's it's been good. It's nice having the cats back, even though they're still just as big assholes as I remember. <laughs> uh, and it's so scary though, <laughs> because like obviously you know where I live. I'm not gonna tell you where I live, but it's a it's a little bit of a dicey area, okay. Uh, and it's I'm there by myself. It's the first house or the first place I've had by myself in like six years, I think five six years. Uh, so like it'll be two o'clock in the morning, and then all of a sudden I'll hear something like drop in the kitchen, and it's just like, what the hell was that? And it's like I take my little BB gun <laughs> around the corner just to see, and it's just a cat, just like, what the hell are you doing here? And it's just like. <laughs> Guys, you're you're killing me right now. You are killing absolutely killing me. So that's been like my huge motivating factor, motivating drive to unpack, finish unpacking, so that the cats don't have stuff to mess with. Uh, and in addition to you know the 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 frantic hot lap race that they do with each other, you know during their witching hour across the bed, across my face, it's a nice touch. That's uh, I was so so goddamn mad the other morning because I was so tired. I'm like I'm luckily I'm getting my bed back today uh, because yeah I've been sleeping on an air mattress for the last two and a half months and has done wonders for my sleep let me tell you uh, and yeah so like of course first day bring the cats back what does Dalton do reaches up out of the corner of the just like oh you're lucky I love you dude you are so lucky so lucky. Yeah, like literally, it's not bad. It's not that bad, but it's bad enough to the point where we're like, I have to wake up in the middle of the night. And, and it's real. I mean, I don't really care. Poop and pump, man. Yeah, Turn right, the yeah, pump pretty, on and go poop. Much, that's pretty much, yeah. There you go, take a piss and blow that up, kick the cat. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never do that. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's an adjustment period, just settling in. It's weird weird i don't want to be there but it's the cards i've been dealt unfortunately but things are getting better i suppose i suppose work has been chaotic as of late which is nice because when you work 12 hour shifts man you want to stay busy otherwise those days drag drag on drag on um so yeah luckily work has been been popping off so that's been nice that's been really nice it was really funny. <laughs> I noticed something at work the other day. Uh, Greg, his last name was, uh, make sure you uh, bleep this out. His last name was Dable. And, uh, yeah, and well, just like a random roll of uh, plastic strap for the bander. It's just like somebody wrote on the, on the plastic justice for Dable. <laughs> like hashtag justice for Dable. <laughs> I almost shit my pants laughing the other day. That was the funniest thing. I needed that too. I really did need that. Greg, rip. Um, yeah, there's really nothing new to report aside from the place. Anything exciting happen in the uh, Segovia household at the chateau? Um, let me think here for a sec. Started looking in our costumes for the kids. Well, she already ordered all the stuff for the kids for their stuff. What are they gonna be? Uh, Lincoln's gonna be an octopus. <laughs> <clears throat> Jaylene picked that up. <laughs> uh, Jaylene's going to be a witch. Naturally. And I think Zakaya's going to be a, a vampire. Again? No, he was a banana last year. Oh, okay. But 
wasn't the vampire like the go-to for that kid for like the longest time? I don't really. So one, somebody, one of you guys, one of your kids, so not your kids, but one of my friend's kids. I feel like one of them has been a vampire like um, every year. I don't, I don't know if he's ever been a vampire. He usually, he's been like Steve from Minecraft, a banana. He, he's usually really obscure with this stuff where it's just like, dude, come on, like. Whatever, dude. It's his Halloween. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you got to dress up like it, dude. You got to walk around yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, whatever, I guess. What are you looking at for yours? Uh, well, like I was kind of telling you guys earlier, it's like something steampunk. I don't know, because Jenny's going as like a, a witch doctor. Slutty witch doctor. Kind of. <laughs> but not like, I don't even, I guess, but it's not. No. But it is, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it is to you. <laughs> um, sure, you probably got some ideas. But I was looking at building my own costume. I wanted to do this for a really long time. Mm-hmm. It'd be something similar to like a cross between Van Helsing and like a Sherlock Holmes kind of setup. Okay. Um, but obviously steampunk. Yeah, like that that era, like a Victorian age. Uh, Old English. I don't. I just don't know what, I, what it's going to be. <laughs> I just don't know like which route I'm going to take with it. Like I'm a jolly saying, time like, Halloween. Be a like a secret agent or be like a, a vampire hunter, which would be cool because if Sakai is a vampire, right? You just beat him up. All yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, writes itself. But something like that. I the stuff I've been looking at though, like to make the costume. I just, it, there's so much I could go with it. So uh, there's a couple things I've been looking at. Mm-hmm. A couple things I've been looking at. Mm-hmm. Couple two tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's part of my existential funk right now. The fact that Halloween is literally like my Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Halloween so much. Luckily, I've you know been able to keep up on my scary movie intake. So that's I mean I even started uh, what's that thing called. It's like Netflix, but for uh, scary movies. Shudder. Shudder. Uh, thank you, Chalupa. Um, yeah, Shudder is like a Netflix, but it just has scary movies, and it is the bomb. It is legit. It's super cool. So I've definitely been getting my fill of scary movies, but it's just like, dude, with everything that's going on right now, I'm, like, I don't, I'm not trying to burst your bubble. I realized that in the car when I said it before. It like, Halloween's canceled. Like Halloween is canceled, but it's, it still doesn't mean you can't have fun. And it just bums me out because, like, I haven't even had the time to think about any kind of Halloween costume, let alone, like, really have the the funds to just dispose of, you know, on a Halloween costume. And it bums me out because, again, Halloween is my jam. Uh, But, I mean, who knows? It's still, you know, it's only the 17th, so. Yeah, and honestly, I don't even know when was the last time I actually dressed up for, actually, you know what, it might have been that party at, uh, Mindy's, when I was a skeleton, skeleton with, with the boner. boner. <laughs> I think that was it, dude. That was I know it. there's a picture of Mindy like hanging on to it. And you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a picture somewhere out there. I gotta try to find that so it's we can put it. In definitely, this it's in it's in my Facebook. Yeah, like I my photos. Say, I know I've seen that somewhere for sure. It actually, yeah. should be getting ready to pop up here pretty soon. Yeah. like on the, yeah, your the memories. History. Yeah, your memories. Yeah, yeah. That was a fun party. That was a yeah, really that was fun good party. We always had good Halloween parties, man. Whenever we ended up at one, I do. <laughs> I still remember ending up at Bill's uh, last year mm-hmm. or the year. Yeah, was that last year? Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, last year. 
Bill's wearing his super tight biker marathon pants with no underwear on. <laughs> oh, Billiam. You silly that's just like a, That's just like a classic Bill thing. It really is. It really is. I was wearing some super house. tight yeah, clothes, no yeah. undies. Like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> I can see your I, camel toe. I didn't even dress up. It's I just like showed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you, you came from work. Yeah, I just came straight from work. Yeah, so. yeah. I forgot what... You were uh, Bob Ross. That's right. Bob Black Ross. Bob. Yeah. Blah Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Yeah. Black Bob Ross. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. That was fun. That was. God, man. We played a show. We played a show that weekend. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Because I remember me and Chris. There's a picture of the two of us. Yeah. That was the last show we played. Oh, that's so depressing. Ugh. Uh, at the Walker's Point Music Hall. Cause Damn. Chris, so it's been a year since you guys really played. Besides that live stream. Besides the live stream, 66 days and six feet apart. You can find it on YouTube. Go follow you, Perfection of Flesh, <laughs> and all social media platforms. Um, all right, Tweezer. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the last show that we played live in front of the crowd. Damn. Yeah. It's, I didn't think it was that long, but now it's like, now you think about it, it's like, that's almost been a full year. Yeah. We'll think this, this yeah. next week, two days from today, we started this podcast. Which means. Last year. Yeah. Two days, two days from today, last year, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which also means season two drop is going to be coming up pretty soon. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so cool. I've been, we've been sitting on this stuff for literally four months, and it, I've been like itching really <laughs> bad to just share everything, but got to do it right. Uh, we got to maintain the sh- the schedule, but yeah, it's coming. It's coming soon. Uh, so keep your eyes out for that. But uh, but yeah, I remember being Blob Ross and Chris was uh, Rick, Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. <laughs> that was pretty good. I know there's a picture of us at the hall, which that place is really spruced up. I, I went in there like two weeks ago, uh, and Jim really turned that place around like it's like a video game bar now. It's pretty cool. They got a bunch of pinball machines up along the windows. They got a, like a few arcade cabs, like all of the Wait, board games. The- not the Paps Theater, right? No, no, no. The Walker's Point Music Hall. Oh. On Sixth and National. Okay, I, yeah, I hadn't been there. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was yeah, thinking. You've ever been there? Yeah. No, I was thinking of that other show. At, yeah, it was Paps. That was the Paps. Yeah, yeah that yeah. place is nice. Yeah, hell yeah. I think I'm gonna get married that, there. That is uh, now it's called Captain Captain Paps Captain Paps ta- ta- Tavern. No, Pilot's House. Captain ta- Captain Paps Pilot House. There it is. There you go. I'm going to look that up still. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Bijou is, uh, he's really connected in, into that place. So uh, whenever. Maybe whenever. you can help me out, Bijou, with a wedding, buddy. Yeah, yeah. We should actually have Bijou on. I've been saying that yeah, for the last yeah. year. Oh, we haven't even done this for a year yet. Are you even turning a year, on? A year, two days from now, last year is almost a year. For 363 days, I've been saying it. There, how's that sound? Was last year a leap year, though? Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> so it was at 366. So 364 days I've been saying it then. All right, so we'll have Bijou on soon. <laughs> Mr. Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, I actually, yeah, last time, I, ironically enough, the night that I ran into McCain, Bijou was there, and I was talking to him because me and McCain were talking about this. And Bijou was like, oh, can we come on podcast? Yeah, absolutely, Bijou, for sure. For so, sure. Yeah, we definitely will work that out eventually. Maybe we can do it at the backyard. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that because they're not letting anybody in. I don't think mm. everything's outside. 
there's no way we're doing this outside no. because it is getting awfully cold outside. Dude, the snow up north. What in the hell? It's that time of year, man. I woke up to that this morning just like, mm, today's going to be a good day. And then I checked my phone and it was just like real-time rain snow. And I was just like, what the S word? What? And tap the notification, go to the radar, and like the entire northern part of the state <laughs> is just covered in white. And I'm like, <gasps> no. Sucks to be me right now. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. It's it kind of scary. <coughs> All right, well, uh, let's let's pop off real quick. We do have a very special guest today in Studio DMC. Uh, we're really excited about this interview. So uh, before we jump into that, let's take a break and visit with our sponsor. Axelstrad is a company built on core values of integrity, sustainability, and innovation, and is passionate about finding solutions for business growth. By working together, they will find activities that add value to your business while creating a framework that is flexible, yet structurally sound, and allows your business to grow profitably. Alex Weber, founder of Axelstrat, is bringing a new, fresh, organic approach to doing business in today's ever-changing landscape. Equipped with a Bachelor's of Business Administration, accounting from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Associates in Music Production and Recording Technology from Madison Media Institute, and coupled with real-world experience as a financial controller, Alex is a leader in business administration using analytical and creative approaches to developing sustainable business growth strategies. Now, right now, Right now, our listeners are going to receive 15% off any service for up to the first $300. Yes, you heard that right. 15% off any service for up to the first $300. Let me explain here, folks. Anyone who has looked into any kind of photography, videography, graphic design, branding, social media management knows that it can be a little pricey. Okay, so why pass up on a fantastically ridiculous deal? Uh, again, 15% off to the first $300 when you use the code DMC. Okay, very, very important, guys. Make sure he knows that we're the ones that sent you to him. Otherwise, you will not be able to get this deal. To reach the great staff at Axelstrat, please call 818-585-8742 or send an email to ateam at axelstrat.com. Again, that is A-T-E-A-M at axelstrat.com. The number again, 818-585-8742. Prepare yourself to be stratified. All right, welcome back, guys. We are super, super duper excited to invite this guy into Studio DMC. Been waiting a while. We actually, I just did an interview with this guy about three weeks ago over at uh, FM 1021, where he is the digital program manager. Kind of a big deal. Uh, Studio DMC welcomes Mr. Ian McCain. Ian, thank you hey. for being here, dude. Thanks yeah, for having yeah, me on yeah, the show. This is yeah, awesome. It's a, it's a total pleasure to, to uh, show up and, and hang out with you guys for a little while. Yeah, right on. Thank you. Obviously, we know that you're a pretty busy guy. You know, you work, work, work. No rest for the wicked. So we'll uh, we'll jump right into it. We'll uh, we'll dive right into it. It's fine. Uh, obviously, like I said, gotta ask you a softball question just to get the ball rolling. But <laughs> who who Ian who or what really truly inspired you to become a, a broadcaster, man? I guess I, I I've been kind of maybe doing this like my entire life. Uh, I my mom said when I was like three I would listen to the radio and then 
you know, the little uh, the little squirter on the side of the sink. Mm-hmm. I would get up and grab that squirter like a mic, like a mic, <laughs> and start. And, and I wasn't singing the song. I was doing all of it. I was doing the DJ, mm-hmm. and then I was doing the commercial, and mm-hmm. then coming back and doing like the song. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've always wanted to do stuff like this anyway. So I mean, obviously, music's a major part of my life. Um, and uh, when I was in high school, I had the opportunity to go and be an intern at a television station. So I was kind of nice. like learning to write copy and learning how to like run television cameras and run audio and stuff like that. And then I went to college and you have to do radio before you do television. And I was going to go into television and I just fell in love with radio. Like mm-hmm. I love that theater of the mind at the same time you can like you're dialed in with pop culture and music a little more than you are with television. Yeah, so I, I really sure. just fell in love with it. And um, that's that's how the career kind of started. Mm-hmm. That's the, the big difference between, in my opinion, television and music or uh, uh, radio is obviously radio is more organic. It's true. Like television, unless it's based on a true story, uh, it's all lies. You know, that's just mm-hmm. like somebody writing the story. And like, even though it can be engaging and entertaining, Music, on the other hand, is coming from like the soul. Like that's right. how you really tell a story, in my personal opinion. But I'm biased because I am also a musician. <laughs> and also, I love I love audio. So uh, uh, television doesn't care about audio. They mm-hmm. care about the picture. So mm-hmm. if if you've ever, you wouldn't really know this, but when we get when <laughs> I hate to hate to bash on my my uh, uh, television brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. but when you get say an audio commercial from a television station it's just in mono it just sounds like it's coming out of a tin can but that's because it that's not the emphasis on what their medium is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh so what are some of your favorite memories working at 1021 my favorite memories of working at 1021 it's just been a ton um i've been there Almost 10 years. I'll be, it'll be 10 years in April. That's really scary. It's called a decade again. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll say this radio, radio, I didn't mean to bounce around so much, but it kind of happens where you do a few years here or a couple of years here. It's just kind of the way, like some of the formats maybe work. Like I was in alternative in, in, you know, 1990. I started doing, I started doing alternative radio in 1990, but uh, in, let's say like 96 was like the heyday of kind of alternative, like that first version one, we call it, you know, Mark Mark one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and like there was a ton of alternative stations. And then throughout those, the next, like it, by the end of the nineties, they had kind of paired a lot of that back. So I had gone from uh, a station in Lincoln, Nebraska to Omaha. And then they flipped that station, and then I went to Kansas City, and they flipped that station. That means uh, changing formats, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. they, they changed formats from alternative to a, a number Smooth of different things. Jazz yeah. to the listen. You're listening to the rain. Exactly. So, um, so, so doing ten years, it's definitely the longest I've ever been at a at a job, which, which is sad, but it, no, but it's hey, a man, fact. Ten years is ten years. Bro. And uh, but I've really loved my time in Milwaukee. Um, when I was, my sister lived here before and I was in Chicago and I knew all about Milwaukee and stuff like that before I even moved here and I loved Milwaukee, but I didn't, I wasn't a citizen. So I didn't really know, I didn't really get yeah. that MKE vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went back out, I was, I was, uh, in Salt Lake city doing a radio station out there when I got my chance to come here. Cause I kind of, I wanted to get off that Island. I was in Salt Lake 
uh, and I was kind of by myself out there. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, it'd just be great to come back for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I had my family back here, so I was, uh, so I wanted to, I wanted to get back here. But I remember telling somebody, hey, I'm going to go do radio in Milwaukee, and they went, isn't that just like Detroit? And I said, absolutely <laughs> not, absolutely not. <laughs> so coming, so coming to, so coming to Milwaukee was was awesome. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, so some of my favorite stuff at, at 1021 has been, um, obviously, you meet, get to meet, like, a ton of, a ton of artists. Um, but I'll have to say, like, uh, the few that stick out were um, doing, doing some, like, um, summer fests in there, you know, like, getting, like, the, the time that I know the Imagine Dragons were just, like, the hottest thing. And, and basically, Summerfest broke that, that day. It was scary, but it was invigorating. <laughs> it was crazy. I'm like, people were climbing the people were climbing the fences and busting through to kind of get into Summerfest that day, which is something that we've never seen. It that I wouldn't say that's like my favorite memory because it's not, but mm -hmm. it was a it's up there left a mark. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I would have to say one of the coolest things that we've done is just doing like these like access promotions that I really love to do with bands. I like to come up with uh, a couple of different. Uh, or a few different ways to um, make the artist make it a memorable experience for the artist as well as for the listener. So mm -hmm. when we can when we can combine the two, um, those are my favorite ones. Like so, like last uh, summer for Summerfest, we were off the grounds. We were on the grounds, but we we're off the grounds for the major part of the thing. And I called it FM one hundred two one Summer Camp. We did it mm, at I the uh, yeah. We that. did it at. Um, at uh, oh, what is uh, the um, what's the name of that place now? Oh, Hacienda Brew, Hacienda Beer Company, okay. on North Avenue. We did it there. And we had a bunch of uh, bands come in and do like small performances, acoustic performances, and um, it was just a really great experience for the listener because it was kind of an exclusive thing. Um, the artists, the artists really loved it, um, and actually Paul from where we're recording actually mm -hmm. did all of the audio for that. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. Beavers, Beaverland Productions, what up? Amazing, amazing job. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Sorry. And then, and then also, it, they are also it was a brand new place with all of this really amazing Door County craft beer. Mm -hmm. So it just had like a really great vibe to it, and it was mm -hmm. it was throughout all of Summerfest. Mm -hmm. So. We had the National come in. We had Catfish and the Bottlemen come in. Sure. We had um, uh, Neon Trees. I mean, it just—it was an endless, uh, you know, lovely the band. It was just a massive amount of bands, a massive amount of fans, and it was uh, great. So that's the most recent one. It sounds gnarly. And it was great. It was really fun. Meeting celebrities. You mentioned meeting celebrities, meeting musicians at 1021. I saw. I did my own little deep dive. Uh -oh. And I saw a picture of you and the one and only Lisa Ann. How was it meeting <laughs> her? Because I am a huge fan of that lady. <laughs> How huge are you? Uh, well, I can get pretty huge, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh... Hey, uh, it was it was crazy. So we used to have uh, a deal set up with with uh, Silk Exotic, and they mm -hmm. and uh, once mm -hmm. a week they would bring in um, talent, and you know usually those uh, those clubs once a month they will have uh, a feature come in. Yeah. And I know Lisa Ann is really she's pretty amazing. Like I, we actually didn't even we didn't talk about porn or stripping or anything like that. Mm -hmm. 
But if you don't know who Lisa Ann is, let's You're explain this. Up. You are messing up big time. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa Ann is famous for uh, the porn videos Nalen Palin because she looks more like... She looks more yeah, like Palin than, than Tina Fey. Yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so anyway, Her she was are so much bigger. So she's so famous for that. But beyond just that, she also um, like was pretty famous for scoping out um, some like major college football talent, we should say. And she would uh, post on her Instagram. Oh. Post post coitus uh, <laughs> photos of her with 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 star football players oh, from yeah. Notre Dame of and course, USC. But Being anyway, a porn star. Yeah. But and even on top of that, then she also is a uh, she's an amazing fantasy football pundit and Dallas Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. So. She's a huge football mm, fan, and she has her cool. she has her own show on Sirius XM every week where really? she talks about fantasy football. No, it's it's no joke. What she knows what she's doing. So no when she came, shit. so when she came in, she came in for because she was at Silk Exotic. Mm-hmm. But she came in, and we did nothing but talk about football. <laughs> she's amazing. Just makes you even more <laughs> Miss Ann, for sure. Good God, that's that's awesome. You can borrow my video though if you yeah. <laughs> get an autograph clap. I think I have an autograph clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's it like to be on the air as much as you are, and then to hang out in the Walker's Point and kind of mingle with the people? I, I uh, being on the air is is um, just a part of your life now. Like when you, you know, what do they call that? You get the ten thousand hours, and it's kind of like you go from being you know, brand new to actually like being able to do this like as a professional or, or anything. And basically they say, what, 10,000 hours? Is that yeah, what it is? sounds about right. Um, and uh, so I look at it as like an extension of me. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's just an extension of what I do. Like, um, it's I don't think of it as the show. I mean, I talk about it like it's the show, but it's like, I just, I just go, I, it's just a part of life. Like I sit there and I kind of make notes throughout the day and make mental things and I'll save things on social media, like I'll just star it or mm-hmm, save it, mm-hmm. and then when I go in, and then I always kind of have a take or an opinion on it, you know. So when I go to do the show, um, it's I don't it's it's just I've been doing it for so long. It's part that of I, you. I don't think of it as oh we're gonna gear up to doing the show today, <laughs> you know. I got a Hulk up, you know. No, it's not like that at all. I literally. Um, like I go on the air, I'm on the air from two to seven on FM one hundred two one, and I just, I just um, will like have those notes, and I kind of walk in and uh, like around like maybe ten till, and I just kind of like, kind of like turn on the mechanism, kind of, and go like, okay, here's how kind of, here's how I kind of want to do this today. I look over my log, and I'm like, I want to talk there, there. I have like certain things I want to talk about. I'm like, I want to, I'm going to do those in these specific spaces that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then some of the other stuff kind of fills itself in as, as far as like, you'll see like, oh, Jack White, we're playing the White Stripes. Jack White's hosting Saturday Night Live. So that's just going to be an easy break kind of type of thing. But you still want to mention that, yeah. you know, you still yeah. want to. So there's the, there's the, there's different like levels of that, like doing music, um, like doing music kind of knowledge type of breaks, doing, I, I try to bring everything back to Milwaukee at some, at some set, like. Yeah. If I can do that, um, I'll try to do those. I'll try to do that as much as I possibly can, and mm-hmm. make it as local as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. So, so it is. It's it's a it's a it's a good. Uh, it's it's exciting to be on the air, but I 
just look at it like it's almost just been doing it so long. Yes. And, and and also I do like I'm on seven days a week, so I'm on two to seven on Monday through Friday, and then I'm on Saturday night from eight to midnight, and then I'm on for neighborhood watch eleven o'clock on on Sunday nights. So mm-hmm. I'm on literally seven days a week. So it's yeah. a lot of there's just a lot of a lot of recording, yeah, a lot of recording, a lot of a lot of like on air stuff. So. I gotta ask, in the in the history of your broadcasting career, was there ever a shock jock era? Yes, there was. <laughs> oh I'm man, surprised I, you admitted that. <laughs> I well, I think we all kind of. I mean, I I started off doing nights, like most most newbies, you kind of do overnights and nights, mm-hmm. and I started doing nights, and um, and then moved right to mornings, and that's just kind of the way that it goes sometimes, where. They just try to fill the talent in with what they think they want, and so I had a chance to do um, some morning radio, and we did it in Omaha on a show, and did some fun stuff, and it was kind of like kind of dipping your foot into that. That was in the middle of the '90s, and then I was able to go to Tulsa and do a morning show um, with some great people, and I was only there for I was only there for a year, but. Um, it was uh, definitely like some shock jock stuff. We had we had uh, homeless man wine taste testing, um, where I had like an intern go down and like do like, hey, you're gonna which one which one of these paper bags tastes better? You know, like <laughs> try not to get stabbed. Okay. And, and, and the thing the thing about that that really was good and bad was it was totally brash, and. I look at it now and I'm kind of like, it's kind of embarrassing because it's such a, because I'm not really like that as a person. No, like, I don't yeah. want to make fun of the homeless no, epidemic that's not. happening, yeah, you, you know? You can never get away with that sort of stuff nowadays. So, but here's what I did I turned it around. So, I had that, because people called. I mean, definitely. Yeah, definitely I would people imagine. Called. Yeah. And, I, and so, what I did was I said, I go, we have a homeless problem here in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm trying to create awareness. I'm just trying to do it in a funny, kind of weird Context, way. Yeah. But I also said, if you care so much, let's, and then the whole next, so that was the one, that was like a, that was a Thursday. And then on Friday, I came back and did an entire radiothon collecting money for homeless so, yeah, shelters in Tulsa. Good. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, there definitely is a, I'm, I'm, I never had the, I just never had the ego to be a complete like shock jock, um, like maybe a man cow or a stern or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. But um, I did like, that, that, those are kind of like fun things. Like the bits are fun. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I just, I, whenever I think shock shock, I always think of just like, hey, how you doing? Welcome to the, welcome back. We, that, yeah, we never did nice. a, we never did a full, we never did a full circus like that, but I had a lot of guests and I had a lot of porn stars. I had a lot of comedians. That's cool. Uh, That's I had a, cool. I had a lot of uh, uh, like bits like that where we would do, um, like we did like, the, we did a whole thing called the cuss tour. Where like we tried to call every single state, if it, one of every, we tried to call all of the fifty states and just do a like uh, a setup phone bit where we would just call random people and try to get them to cuss at us. <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't that hard. It was okay. Oh man, that's so good. Uh, so now with uh, everything that you've done in the last ten years at one hundred two one, what's been the most challenging thing? Um, mm, the most challenging thing uh, has to be trying to keep all of the balls in the air at the same time. Uh, I felt like we've had some very good 
success, uh, some very solid success in the past 10 years at the station. Um, we're, you know, highly regarded as one of the top alternative stations in the country. Uh, we try to keep it hyper local. Um, at the same time, you know, music is cyclical and sometimes alternative, the alternative format or rock format even, or the country format, those things are, they have hot, hot spots and they don't have, and they have cool spots. And so, you know, sometimes, um, you know, it's always nice when you have some stuff that's, that goes across the board. Like you can have like a Royal Blood album, a Imagine Dragons album, a new Weezer album. So you've got these different, you know, spokes in the wheel of what we try to do and pull off as a format. Mm -hmm. And you can have a bunch of different really great hot artists with new, with new music out. Or like 21 Pilots just came out with a thing. So it's always great when you have... All this new music from established bands, but then maybe some really amazing new new music. But sometimes it's just dried up, so you really got to like work hard at trying to keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Also, trying to um, make old promotions maybe sound new, or put a different spin on them, or or come up with new things. Like with the summer camp thing, that was a really hard thing to put together. Because we have we were so locked in with Summerfest for so long, and we still are, mm -hmm. but we just wanted to try something different. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of hard to peel that away from mm -hmm. the Summerfest stuff. So so there's all of these kind of things that are always kind of keeping the balls in the, in in the air at the same time that um, that provides ratings and revenue, yeah. and that's the one thing that is. That's the one thing that's hard for us compared to, like, say, maybe a non-com like 88.9. There's just two different philosophies in the radio stations. Um, and obviously, if you listen to both of them, you know that. But um, we're, we have to make – we have to sell advertising to make money. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they have to generate revenue from donors and listeners. Mm -hmm. So it's a different philosophy, which is why you hear the differences – like it's not a head-to-head -head situation. And I mm -hmm. love those guys over there. They just have to do their own thing, just like we yeah. have to yeah. do our own thing. Yeah, it's different. So, it's different. so yes, there's challenges, like in every little corner of of this business. But but the hardest part is always just trying to keep everything forward momentum, so that there's nothing lagging. Mm -hmm. uh, Coachella 2016. What was your favorite day? Friday with LCD sound system headlining, or Saturday with Guns N' Roses headlining? Oh, I don't. I, I guess I watched the live stream. You I weren't there. Uh -uh, I didn't get oh, to go. Damn, dude. I go. To, I go to Lollapalooza every year, though. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> nice segue into the next question. Ian, do your best to describe what a lala nap is. Oh well, a lala nap. <laughs> I knew that was a good one. A lala nap is uh, a a uh, hoops bro. Do you know what a hoops bro is? Sounds familiar. Yeah. So so the big thing at Lollapalooza is is there's thousands and thousands and thousands of thousands of bros with with different hoops shirts on. So and you see it, it's crazy. I mean like we have a whole page dedicated to it at the Milwaukee.com. We'll, we'll provide you some photos, guys, don't you worry. <laughs> um it's pretty amazing. So like these hoops bros <laughs> that are out at the rave at, <laughs> at the rave tent <laughs> they might be doing, you know, doing some things here and there mm -hmm. and maybe not drinking all of the water the that they water, should. Yeah. In the middle of a 102 degree day, yeah. uh, out in the middle of a field in Grant Park, yeah. while they're while they're, you know, going berserk, Just raving, trying to live their life, yeah, live their best life, man. Um, and you know, like you know, they've they've said like if you're gonna do certain things, like you should probably drink water when you do it. 
some of these bros forget to drink water. Right. So then a, a, a tucker themselves out. A lala, a lala nap is like when they just have to take a little break, and like usually that means falling asleep, like literally Pass on a up. sidewalk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I figured that you'd enjoy that one. <laughs> and like I said, we'll definitely provide you guys some photos of uh, some of these brass uh, uh, while they're while they're you know taking their little their little lala nap. <laughs> So if you were to be able to pick any three movies that shaped you to who you are today, like, for example, for me, it would be like Austin Powers, like all those movies, all the Matrix, and oh, yeah. probably Spaceballs. Like, yeah. the combination of all those That's movies good. kind of made me good... who I am today. What would you say what, for yourself? What's yours? So you got, uh, you got Spaceballs, Matrix, Matrix series. And then the Austin, Austin Powers. Powers movies. Okay, what do you got? Uh, Trading Places. Oh, yeah. Um, 89 Batman. Oh, that was a good one. And, That's the Prince uh, soundtrack. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Homeward Bound. Okay. Or like American Tale Fievel Goes West. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm just thinking of like all the kids' movies that like just like kept me preoccupied while like I was trying to grow up, I guess. Uh, But yeah, yeah, your turn. I'd say uh, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes. Uh, I'd have to say um, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I just love all the John Hughes movies. Yeah, they're so good. (laughs) You know, it's it's wild. Two years ago, it was like maybe a year and a half ago. It was winter time. I just remember that, and uh, the Marcus Theater people were putting together like a, a like a cheap cheap Tuesday or something like that. And they were just showing old Tuesdays, movies, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they were doing like a John Hughes series where they did like Sixteen Candles and Pretty, Pretty Pink, Pink yeah, and yeah. Um, Weird Science and stuff. And I went oh, to the man. I went to the one with I went to the one and watched Sixteen Candles. And I loved that when I was a kid. Yeah. But I forgot it. Like when you see it in the, on the big screen, and I was like, oh my god, like. Some of this is so not politically correct. Like, it's so racist in certain parts. You're about to rape that chick. Like, seriously, what the fuck? Yeah. You can't do that. Jake Ryan is the worst guy of all time. <laughs> Dude, he literally you never just. never get away with that nowadays. He never, literally ever. gave a kid the keys to the car and said, do whatever you want with my girl. Like, that's. Oh, my God. That's what so I'm saying. Bad. That's so what bad. That's what I'm saying. That's what um, I'm saying, dude. Um, and I and I have to say that I love uh, I love I maybe Goodfellas, but I would have to go with the original Godfather. Godfather mm. one and two are just so epic in in what I really loved. Um, but I, but I have to say like with the, when it comes to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, um, when I was just a, I was literally maybe ten, maybe I don't know. It was I was young, um, but anyway, my parents got divorced and my dad. He's just, you know, just kind of an idiot. So he didn't want to really want to have a whole lot of, to do with a 10 or 11 or 12-year-old kid. You know, mm-hmm. I had to go there once. and I, It was court-ordered that I had to go. Weekend so dad. so it, was, it was one of those things where I'm sure, like, if anybody has divorced parents, maybe they can relate yep. to this. Yep. But literally, he'd pin a $20 bill to me and, and go, you can go see whatever you want. And I'd go, well, I want to go see this movie at the – because we were in a small town in Iowa, and I was like, I want to go see this, because he'd moved back there. I was like, I want to go see this movie. And he'd go, okay, fine. And he would just pay, and I would just go in and see whatever I wanted. So I got to see, like, Horkies and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fast Times 
And I just went. I just went to whatever was there. Every 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 once a month when I was there. So I got to see all of these movies at the theater when they were happening in real time, which is crazy. That's awesome. Because I look at them, I'm like, oh, these are such like, <laughs> like these are such, you know, cult landmark classic, cult yeah. m- movies that yeah. you would you would definitely want to see today if you. I mean, if they were in the theater coming out. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But. So that's kind of how I got to see all of these movies as a kid, and I just that they just stuck with me, you yeah. know. And maybe yeah. that, like, maybe you're saying, like, shaped me, like, doing radio yeah. and entertainment, pop culture type stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, I mean, come on, um, Spicoli. I mean, the all-time like great, like teen oh, Sean character. Penn, dude. Sean Penn. Also, Phoebe yeah. Cates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, cool scene. I do have to ask, obviously, with. Uh, you know what we're trying to do as aspiring broadcasters and/or podcasters. Uh, Ian, what's the best advice you can give us, man? Um, I think you guys are doing a really great job. This is awesome, and thank you again for inviting me on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would say you guys are doing good. Like keep uh, keep trying to, or, or maybe maybe just keep it. Be serious about it. Yeah. Like I don't think either one of you guys goes in half-assing anything. Mm-hmm. But, but it, this could be a half-ass project if you wanted it to be. But, but yeah. So you guys are a full ass in, right? Yeah, hell yeah. So definitely, that's something is take it serious and be serious about it. Um, and then, like I said uh, before, when we, before we started uh, recording, was uh, know your limits early. Like, so you're gonna do. You guys have been doing this for a couple of years now, or one, one year, year, one year next so, week. So, so yeah. you got one year in, and you're doing like anywhere between. 35 and 45 minutes and then as time goes on you will be able to stretch out and go longer do longer interviews uh do different things but oh yeah always keep trying to keep uh uh you know read up on read up on the industry i mean obviously podcasting is a huge industry now yeah. see what's working for other people uh network is always very good to network so those are the things so yeah networking you know like uh, take it serious and uh and uh, have a lot of fun, actually. Just have a lot of fun and, awesome. and be real. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, Ian, again, we really appreciate you taking time out of no your problem. busy schedule to come hang out with us. Uh, guys, we do have to wrap it up. You can follow us at facebook.com slash dipping milk and cookies, Instagram at dipping milk and cookies. Guys, I am at the cookie commander. Mike, you are at the master milker. Ian, uh, share all the socials, man. Anyway. Thanks, man. I really appreciate having on. No, no, no. What is social media and whatnot? Do you have anything to share? Oh, uh, social media. Um, I mean, you can find me on Instagram. It's at I M C C A I N. So it's just I McCain. That's the same thing as on Twitter. And uh, if you want to check out the FM 1021 stuff, that's uh, just at FM 1021 on on all of that stuff. So you can find it pretty easy. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, appreciate it. You guys, next time, next week, same time, be here. High five.